Look, I've been a hot boy since a hot boy. Yeah, my fuck ain't a fuck boy. I'ma keep it real. Call me daddy, send the yaddy. I'ma pull up. If shorty super bad, that's a baddie. I'm the ruler. I ain't talking job. I'm slick. How do you? You gon' tell your friends about this. Release me to the wild. I'm a dog. Told these bitches all along. I just need somewhere to bury my phone. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Welcome guys. Welcome back to guys. Real Toxic Podcast. Yes. So you guys will be hearing this on Friday. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Y'all. Even though it's the celebration of the death of indigenous people. But anyway, <laughs> welcome back to episode 16. 16. Boom. Bang. And Bang. we got some guys. special guests. We have with guests. us today. We got Juvie the Gemini. The Gemini. Yes, Let's say hello. Hi. How y'all doing, podcast man? Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> and we've got Ashton Forever here. Ashton. You already know what it is, What's ladies. Coming? Thank you for having us. Thank you guys for coming. So this is a very special moment because you guys are the first males to ever grace your presence on our, our podcast. Presence. And our and we talk a lot of shit about males. So. Uh, she talks about it. I talk about shit about males because men are trash. I usually take the male side. And most men know that they're trash. If they're good men, they know they're trash. And they try to do better. Right? Right. You know I'm right. Mm. Yeah. So, (laughs) that first intro song, guys, was Juvie the Gemini's song called... Booyah. Booyah. And we're going to talk about Ashton forever and Juvie the Gemini's, like, journey into music visuals all that stuff that they're doing um but let's first start with like <clears throat> a little bit about yourself yeah let's get into a little bit of a background where are you guys from here um go ahead juvie take it away what um, is your uh, like area code uh 416-647-289 <laughs> <laughs> uh, now i was originally born in scarborough uh, moved out to the durham region then was living in Halifax for a bit, and now I'm Halifax. in Ottawa. Now you're in Ottawa. So been in Ottawa for a bit. It's also 902, and I got 905. You see, it's a whole bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of heavy <laughs> for you. Yeah. Ashton, what about you, brother? Uh, so I was originally born in Hamilton, Ontario. Okay. Um, grew up there for the first like four or five years of my life, then transitioned to Burlington, Ontario. Ended up going to high school there. Uh, I was really involved in sports. Then ended up transitioning to Ottawa. Spent about four and a half years here playing ball and going to school. And uh, ever since that, I've just been kind of back and forth. Just been doing a little bit of traveling. Um, working on the vision. Amazing. I love forever. it. I love it. Forever. Working on the vision. Forever, <laughs> forever paradise. The forever journey. Yeah. Jeez. That's it. Let's talk about that journey. Yes. Okay. So, how did it pay? What I really want to know is how did you guys like meet quickly like how did you guys meet was it because of music was it because of like other friends ball ball uh, no, football like, basketball which one was it i believe that we met just randomly mm-hmm. and then uh every time we'd link up it was just a good vibe so kind of just progressed from there like i remember i met another homie um by the name of mondo on a random occasion as well and then he said that he was out in ottawa when he was in Ottawa, I went to go check him, and Ashton was there, and then it was oh, like, sick. you know, it's a small world type situation. Okay, okay. I actually didn't know you guys had this bond. Is like, yeah, it was this crazy. Bond is crazy. Like, 
I, I knew of Juvie because we both we both played ball back in the day, and I knew of Juvie being a baller. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. the ballers know who the ballers are, and uh, that was just that was crazy small world type shit. When uh, when you pulled up at Mondo's and it was like what? He, <laughs> he didn't even really tell me, and I'm just we're looking. I'm like yo, I know this guy. You know what I'm saying? This guy's top dog. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. So you knew of him before? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. through ball. Yeah, through that's ball. sick. So like music wasn't the the no it no it wasn't you guys. Like okay. music that brought us together. Yeah, initially, yeah. It's really cool. And then you both kind of went off into music, or were you always into music? Um, when I knew of him, it was me just getting into music at that okay. point in time. Mm-hmm. Like I was okay. transitioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were into music already by then. Uh, with me, or like no. I was always into music, like, but I never really took it too serious. I was always just like having fun with it. Like a lot of people know me just by like freestyling at parties and just having fun. Um, but it was it was like third year, second third year Ottawa. You uh, started to make that transition into music more seriously and like really investing into like recording and okay, you know, getting some videos out. Yeah. Okay. 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 And what was that deciding factor? Yeah, I was. That was about my next question. Like, what? Why did you get into it? For, for I guess it was for fun. Yeah. Um, at first? Like at first, to be honest, I didn't really know what I signed up for. I just was kind of just going into the motion with things and uh, I just was so natural and I just, just got so invested in it. And uh, I mean, what it boils down to is like when I was transitioning out of football, um, that was when I really dove into the music deep and started really like putting that as like the first priority. Okay. Uh, so yeah. And what about you? Um, like well, what? I w- when I went to school, I was always into poetry. So uh, I would write poems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. eventually mm-hmm. when I do like slams, people would say like, you know, you should, oh, cool. uh, you should do your poetry to music. And I was like, yeah. first I was like, nah. So you did spoken word? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, very deep in it. Um, and then uh, I initially said no, but then, one time I was watching Notorious Big and uh, I just decided, no, let me do a little freestyle to uh, the Juicy instrumental. And then from there, I just snowball affected it. I love it. Had fun. Love it. Amazing. I wish I was talented. Yo, I can't rap, can't sing, I can dance. You can make a podcast. I can podcast. Which is basically me talking shit. (laughs) I mean, you could then become a a broadcaster from that, right? Talking shit. Legit, all I do is talk shit. Be uh, Coco in the morning. <laughs> Coco and JoJo in the morning on 92.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 the stars. Okay, another one for you guys. Another one. Another one. How do you like stay motivated and inspired, like to to continue to make music? Like, what I've always wanted to know about artists is like. Do you have muses? Like that was yeah. I was gonna. Well, I yeah. was gonna ask that question. Like, what do you ins- What do you get your like? Where do you draw your inspiration? Like, yeah. From? What's your life inspiration to keep creating or to like keep growing? Or who? Like, or maybe it's a person like who? Because like one time I've asked a, per- a friend and he was like, "It's not about anybody I know. I just write shit." And I'm like, "How do you just write things that um, the mind is- aren't related to you?" But I guess like. So me it personally, works. Um, when I used to write poetry. A lot of people would want to hear poems, right? So I would just tell people, like, I'd text somebody, send me a random topic. Like, just say something. Like, even if they texted back glasses, I'd personify glasses, right? And make 
hit about the framework and talk about how some girl's frame is what keeps her steady and all that stuff. You know, like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Stuff Wait, like that, right? Just draw back. And yeah. uh, from there, it was just when it came to my my music, it was always about the wordplay. So I always just, you know. Yeah. So you gotta be clever that. to have wordplay, cause like. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what about you, Ashton? What's um, your biggest inspiration to keep creating? Honestly, just um, just the pursuit of like just growing and evolving. You know, it's like no one really tells us. You know, no one tells you guys to wake up in the morning and work at your podcast and create something from nothing, right? So I think it's just like um, it's it's in you, and um, I mean. Obviously, when you start to take these crafts serious and you start to build on them as businesses, there's a whole nother part of inspiration and motivation that comes with it. And it, yeah. it gets to a point where it's like, yeah, it's fun. And like, yeah, these things make you feel good. And like, you know, you inspire yourself through growing and evolving and like tapping into different parts mm-hmm. and being creative. But it also gets to a point where it's like, you know, you got to start really honing in and like taking the shit seriously and building on like a business and see how it can like benefit you and yeah. see how it can move you forward. Because like, it's easy to just get lost in things, right? Yeah. So I also think like, it's like, specifically, you guys have so much like, talent and potential it's like it's like a waste of time and effort if you don't tap into that right. and like utilize it in Create, every way yeah. you can right. because if i had mm. talent like if i could sing and you know i'm extra imagine mm. if i was talented I mean, bro <laughs> you're just shooting yourself negative self-talk we've talked about this but i can't <laughs> negative self-talk but listen that's just a fact it's but, not negative self-talk i can't Sing or rap, but if I could. But those aren't the only talents in the world. No, I'm uh, just saying, the, in specific, bro. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Like, seven years ago, eight years ago, like, you know, and I love how Juvie brought up the whole poetry thing, because, like, you know, I wrote poetry a lot, too, but, like, never really pictured myself really getting on stage and, like, you know, being so vocal yeah. about it. But it's yeah. like, I'll speak for myself. Like, I couldn't really rap and sing how I could now. Like, I didn't even really... When I started, I had the same mentality, still the same mentality, like, yo, I'm on it, like, this is it. But, like, when I reflect on it, it's like, it wasn't as sick. Who was letting me drop this stuff? Like, like, who was letting me drop For instance, like, like, when I wrote my poetry, um, one thing I told people when they said, like, you should rap is, like, I don't want to be a a local rapper. You know what I mean? Like, I think I take everything, and it's because of sports, right? I take everything so to the next level like mm-hmm. I have to be the greatest at this I have to be mm-hmm. the greatest at that like mm-hmm. if, I, if I zone in on one part of, of what I'm good at and master that first then branch off on little parts of yeah. things that I'm yeah. better at there's no stopping the way I do what I need to do right, right? Mm-hmm. so it's so it, I feel like it just comes down to like the mentality and yeah, like, I was how just bad do that. you want it yeah. like, you yeah. also have like I know so many the people who are talented mm-hmm. And who don't like, yeah, I'm on my grind, I'm doing this, but like, you don't actually see them like, or or putting it forward or coming out with anything, Mm -hmm. or like, you know, it's kind of just all talk to say that they are this and they are this, or you know, but if it comes down, it does come down to the mentality, yeah, to to really make it, it really does. Like, you Mm -hmm. have to be honestly super determined to to get as far as you guys are right now. I think it also has to do with like their like where they've come from, right? Like, they're from background from in sports exactly from when they yeah. were kids like everything it comes from so much more mm-hmm. and I feel like those people can create like crazy because they have so much life experience yeah. that you can pull from that mm-hmm. and knowing like 
like it's a, it's a huge sacrifice at the same huge time. Huge sacrifice. Right? Yeah. Like, like I was talking to my homie because I had already talked to Ashton about this, but like there's times like say we go on a boat, right? Everybody else is enjoying the boat aspect of it, but mm-hmm. we can be focused on shooting a visual. Yeah. And our mindset is not on the boat. And partying and having fun. You know what I mean? Like he could be mixing and mastering on the boat and everybody else is turning up right and then we have to orchestrate them turning up into something else mm-hmm. yeah right? so it's a lot that we sacrifice to make those those things happen but mm-hmm. you know we have a vision to sacrifice now so that way when we own our own boat mm-hmm. we don't have to worry right about exactly. it's a process and you know it's a mean? whole journey facts mm-hmm. but so then going into that part of it so what is your recording process like for both of you like writing or like the things that know? you think about or producing, like how does how like how do you guys go about coming up with things? Like I've experienced it like just being around you guys and just like putting on a beat and I've experienced that and I think that's crazy. Like I could Yeah. That's insane. We witnessed one song, two songs, two three songs, together, four songs. And it came from queen. like it came from like one little Beats. chorus just a and beat. a beat. Yeah. And then it grew from there and I was like, holy it's shit. It's crazy. So I and I <laughs> think like sick. the process is everything. So like for you guys, what what is the process in recording and making and writing and like all of it? Like can you know do you know how to mix and master your own shit? It's a really good question. So um, this comes back to just like growing and evolving and like how bad do you really want it, right? Because like for me it's like I never went to school for music. Um, not gonna get too much into the media company side of things, but you know, I never went to school for editing and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, at this point in time, it's like, I do record myself. I do mix a lot of my own vocals. I try not to master my own vocals. I try to get another ear to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to production, I have been making beats behind the scenes for a couple of years, never came out oh, as cool. a producer yet. Um, but that's another thing, right? It's really about honing your craft. And um, at this point in our careers, it's like, I'm not able to come out as a producer if it's not fully packaged. Yeah. Um, so, that. you know, back to it again, right? It's all a sacrifice because it's like, you know, when you wake up, you have 24 hours in a day. It's like, really, what are you doing, right? Like, yeah. Um, Do you think about anything specifically when you're writing? Like, what is your process of writing? Um, honestly, my process is like, I need to hear a beat. Like, I write two beats, so I need to hear a beat, and, like, honestly, it just, I don't even think twice. I just, just start, comes to I just start going, I start that's going, sick. and, uh, that's crazy. That's it. It's yeah. like, it's, like, similar when I write in my book, like, I have to tap into, I have to tap into something, like, to pull an emotion for it, I can't just do that. Mm, like, yeah. if I need to write it's something that's memory. dark, like, I need to go to a dark place. Well, that too, right? Like, that I too. can't, I can't just, like, boom, it's yeah. right there. Like, it takes you guys five minutes, and you have a whole fucking song. Yeah, it's like, crazy. See, um, with me... Like I said, I've always done uh, with the poetry. Like, like I could be amongst friends, like you know, and uh, and just be off in a corner writing a poem, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so at that point in time, like with when it comes to music, like my music, it's the same thing. Like the minute I find something and I'm already on my uh, my vibe for it, like I'm. It's already there for me. I'm just going to take off running. So what I then did was, again, to make myself more aware of of things that I don't know, Mm -hmm. I actually went back to school for for music. So I actually took like a songwriting class, stuff like that. I didn't know that. And uh, I was actually taught by um, one of the Cooper brothers, which is a a billboard group. 
and he was actually my cool. songwriting um, professor, and we did performances and stuff like that. And like yeah, he really he cool. actually ran to one of my other professors and was like yo like Juvie has a banger like you know what I mean like, <laughs> but so I'm on my way to class and I get to class he's like so I heard you have a banger I'm like I just, I just <laughs> left that class like, what do you mean he's that's like, crazy yeah. that is amazing. Okay, that's so amazing. that's what that's what's changed my um, my writing process as well because now I know more about structure and how mm-hmm. to how to take on those things so I may not know like the mixing and mastering mm-hmm. or anything like that like how he does right but it's about knowing different angles to put together to make that bigger yeah, formula right, right? and yeah. mixing it together and then eventually once i'm once i show him this or he shows me that like you're now building yourself without mm-hmm. even realizing mm-hmm. it. Right. yeah it's pretty natural teach it's each other natural. too yeah 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 we know. We, just like we, any we sport work with each other's momentum just like yeah, any sport. we've witnessed them work yeah. off each other's momentum it's yeah. insane and it's crazy to see too like you went back to school for music. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's crazy. Like, you obviously went to school for what you went to school for, but it's like crazy to see how you guys can just, so it's so raw and organic. Like, the way you guys. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean by talent. Like, mm-hmm. for it to come as naturally and organic to you guys mm-hmm. like that, like, you don't have to think too hard about it. Yeah. That's like amazing in itself. Yeah, and I think uh, anyone who's tuning in, uh, like, maybe an independent artist, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, really push yourself to just, like, learn. And, and go go online if it's YouTube, if it's whatever it is, and put in those hours and learn because the information is all there and like anyone yeah. can really do it, you know? And like me and Juvie, we're independent artists and we've only gotten this far by like teaching ourselves and just keeping it going. But yeah, like the process is amazing, very natural. And I feel like sometimes, like even that last song we made, The Greatest, like, Oh, what you guys kind of just started later. with like greatest, and then it's just like, yeah. I didn't know how deep it was gonna be until like the shit was finished, right? But like, Watching it all come together. So yeah. short time, short story time. The craziest experience. I'm gonna tell my perspective of this first, and then they I'll just tell on, the situation. Like, we well, remember when we went to the cottage, guys. We talked about it. We met all these cool people. These are the cool people that we met. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about you guys on our podcast. This is the family. <laughs> this is the fam now. Dang, dang. And you actually can see us because we're doing visuals for this one. So. Oh yeah, that's right. What up? That's sick. Um, so like I was saying, yes. um, there's a couple of videos for you guys, but anyway, yeah. But not all the, the so, whole gang is here. Yeah, not everybody's here. Um, so we were in the cottage, and this is where we first met everybody. And these two were like, "Yo, let's like do a song." And then they pulled out this beat and a laptop and a speaker, and it was that's all it took. They sat there, and then it was done. That was all it took. Juvie made the chorus. Juvie made the chorus, and then they just yep. were sitting Started there rapping. Singing. It was sick to it was like, crazy, but that's what it felt like in the studio, like watching them go individually yeah, do their there. thing. But then watching the guy at the computer, that part is sick. Just too. like put everything the way he was putting everything together, I was like mind blown. I couldn't even believe what I was witnessing. I was just mm-hmm. like, holy shit, because you know how much I love music. Yeah, and seeing it being made is like it's on cool. a whole different level. Like yeah. I was so excited, and these guys are like, yeah, we're used to it. And I'm like, no, this is crazy. See, it's cool. see, like um. <laughs> One thing I'll say is like uh, a lot of people when they when they're making music they, they they don't take the time to appreciate every aspect of making the music right. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I go in and, and I do a chorus like I already I'm anticipating Ashton's part in the song and and you know I'm I'm amped for that part of the song because then it leads to the next part of the song. Yeah. And there was a time where like like Ashton's voice was you know uh, a bit off and I was looking at him I was like bro. 
Like, you know, like <laughs> you need time because we can we can do it this way if we need to do it this got way. Got him some you know what chocolate I mean? milk. The God, That's the, it. That works. Do, you know, figure works it out. Like yeah. and and just keeping ourselves accountable. It's just like any basketball team or or or, or a sports team, right? Like I could be scoring and then my homie just be missing at the time, but if I go down on my homie, then he's just gonna continue missing. But if I tell him like. You know, this is what we need to do, or try to figure out other ways for him to to operate. Then eventually, you're gonna get the, get what you need out of it, right? So. Yeah, it's a yeah, teamwork. That, that shit happens to me all the time. Like that's just. But the voice cracking. Yeah, Damn. like <laughs> I'm joking. Like when I was born, like I was born, I had a surgery on my vocal cords when I was a baby. Oh, okay. oh really? So I'm like, I'm not even supposed to be rapping. I'm not supposed to be singing. Like, oh, shit. that's why my voice is so soft spoken. Like. It hurts when I like raise my volume. That's why like my register is like so particular. But, that's crazy. Uh, I didn't know yeah, that. for me it's like I deal with it all the time, so it's crazy. And like I'll, when I drink, it's the worst. And like we was getting shit popping, you know, the past few years. Drinking, But yeah, when I get some smooth, some mango juice or some chocolate milk, that's that, that's the remedy for me. You know what wow. I'm saying? Or or and or some food. If I have mm-hmm. some greasy food, like some French fries, cheeseburger, like. It just, like grease, you know, yeah. clogs your arteries and your throat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I, I do chocolate milk, just like the dairy, the coating of like the dairy. On yeah, the exactly, exactly. It helps a bit, it helps a bit. Yeah, okay. that's crazy. Okay, yeah. speaking of like being in the studio, like working together on a song. Mm-hmm. Um, a few. A few. So like what, what do you guys have coming up? Like do you, you guys have any sort of like, and, like together? Well, first, like do you have any like collaborative project that you're working on? Or are you just releasing one, two single, like... Okay. Um, well, before Ashton came along and uh, we started working on like this, uh, I guess we we're working on an EP to put mm-hmm. out. Um, Sick. Thanks. Um, I'm excited. If anybody doesn't know what an EP is, it's basically a short album composed yeah. of like three to five, three to six tracks. What's an LP? Even shorter than an EP? No, I think the LP is same longer, thing. If not, same, yeah, thing. same thing. So why is it called LP and EP? Very good question. Don't know, something like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always, because I have like a couple LPs from certain artists and it's like three songs. So I think that's what I mean. They're I, shorter. I think it's like the same. Like it's like three to five, three to six tracks LP, like, EP. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be nice. Nice yeah. little, nice little body of work for sure. Uh, but yeah, before we, we started that, um, I was actually working on uh, another uh, project that I had um, probably like six. 13 songs already written oh, and geez. just sitting on and and deciding what I was going to do with that but then based on the situation I was like you know what I think that this would be something that is more for the time period of right now so um, that's why I leaned in on that and uh, okay, I feel like so it's going to help what I'm going to put out on my own if mm-hmm. anything but I really do think that regardless like both things that I'm working on are very solid so yeah and from like the two tracks that we've heard of you guys together and and your own singles mm-hmm. I already know it's gonna be I'm gonna cut it yeah quick. right now for the EP we got I'm on a vibe and we got the greatest yes mm-hmm. and yes. we got we another also have one. another brown one brown sugar we haven't called it yet I don't even know if we're calling it brown sugar but yeah, but sugar, uh but yeah it's, it's on called. some like some like sounds like something ladies, I would like. It's very sexy. Sensual, yeah, sexy yeah, R&B. Yeah. Very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to um, talk about her smut? It. I love disgusting. smut. I love smut. I love dirty music. Anyway. Um, quick Google search. EP refers to extended play. Something between a single and a full CD or LP. 
So same thing. Which is a little too short to be a full CD, yeah. LP refers to a long play. Oh, so the like fuck? Yeah. A vinyl record. Okay, sick. Mm. Cool. All right, so Ashton. Yes. You dropped some, some an EP. Yes, what? yes, yes, yes. Just dropped uh, Passion Fruit. Yeah. Uh, Say it with your chest. The first For summer real. EP. Say it with your chest. You already know what it is. Good vibes. Um, <laughs> you know, you guys can tell the vibes just by the artwork. Very vibrant, very poppy, very colorful, fruitful. Uh, R&B record, you know what I'm saying? Vacation music, lots Summer of love, romance. Summer vibes. Summer 2020. Yes. Um, Is we just dropped pandemic? that. We got, we got four tracks on there. Can I sample a couple? Um, of course. Just let them talk. Sorry. And um, <laughs> I mean, lots lots, lots in the works, right? Besides that, we got this, I got this EP with Juvie coming up. We got um, like visuals said, coming out. Yeah. Yes. Shot, you it's know? so early in the process. We don't know the name of the EP yet or anything, but we're working towards that. Uh, I'm also sitting on four or five other EPs right now. Wow. Um, in the next 40 days, we're going to release my next EP called Drip Sauce, which is Jeez. like seven tracks, super trap. Don't stop. Rap. Yeah. Super experimental. And then before the summer ends, I'm going to drop another summer tape called Forever Paradise 2. If anybody tuned in, they would have got Forever Paradise 1 last summer. Again, lots another of love, one. good yes. vibes, high frequency. And that's it, you know? Um, yeah. Jeez, And if guys. people have been watching our stories, Play-Doh by Ashton Forever has been like all yes. over the place. I was yes. talking my ass off um, in such of that song, yes. guys. Jeez. Here is, um, I'm just gonna tap with this one real quick. It's called Motherland. 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 Turn it on. Motherland. 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 Fire. 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 Soundboard, we don't need one. I need that's, one. That's I need a soundboard. <laughs> She's like, no, I want to drop bombs and shit. But yes, if, if y'all have not listened yet, if y'all have not listened yet, go download. Yes, y'all already know what it is. Booyah was the beginning song. Yeah, make sure you guys check us out on SoundCloud. Apple yes. Music, yes. Uh, oh, Instagram, Spotify. mine is Juvie the Gemini, yes. and his is Ashton Forever. Yes, yes. You know, so Woo. make sure you get Jeez. them follows up and them likes. Yes. yes. Hit, hit that. Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say hit us up, you know. We always, we always down Support local. Tap in, get inspired. Our local artists. Buy the merch. Independent mm-hmm. artists. Yes, JD yes. JD Attire. Attire. That's right. Attire. Mm-hmm. Julie the Gemini, a child. Duh. Duh. Fuck, man. Man. My bad. It's really not that hard. Bro. Okay, I have one more question for yeah. this little interview session. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get into some spicy tea. Okay. Have you ever had spicy tea? Because it's going to spicy. Okay. So listen. Woo, woo. To, so this is like a real life question. We've all been uh, suffering with the pandemic shit. Yeah. So I want to know, as artists, as, you know, 
independent artists independent especially. artists yeah because you already know mainstream artists are f- having to struggle find ways to like do, what they do, do their shit right get their streams up get whatever yeah. yeah so how have you guys been like what's the word um just like how has your journey shifted through covid shifted and or how have you evolved and like made it work like in the last maybe five six months i've i'll say that in terms of me personally it's given me more time to uh hone in on the business side of things Mm -hmm. and um separate myself to make sure that my lane is completely filled with things that i want and the investments i need to make to move forward um and then uh it's also given me time to take away from the the busy lifestyle that mm-hmm. I live to really take apart my craft and build it and like, right? yeah, and, yeah. and dive deeper into mm-hmm. the aspects of the right now for my music and stuff like that right whereas being being so fluid with what I have to do and what I have to continue doing mm-hmm. and and the hustle and bustle of things it's like it's harder to, to really dig deep in on those things but, but the fact that, that yeah it's like it, it almost is like almost like the world was on pause mm-hmm. for me exactly. to do certain yeah. things yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel that mm-hmm. what about you Ashton how has it like affected your uh, business music yeah like uh, it's affected the process a little bit um, all, all positive like even before COVID you know I was really tapped in I was spending a lot of time in the cave um so you know when everything happened to be honest like i i haven't really felt too out of my element since the pandemic okay Um, that's good you know it's i feel like a lot of other independent artists started to really um hone in on the craft and be like holy smokes like we can't get to the studio we can't do certain things like we got we yeah. got to learn how to record ourselves now yeah. we got to learn how to write and, and and that's all and I'm, I'm that's a big part of me because like like i said right like i just i've up until this point i've taught myself everything so um yeah just you know i feel like for all of us we've had more time to just really crack down um, and like Juvie said, you know, with this pandemic, like even for myself, I've definitely been focusing a little bit more on the business side of things. Okay. And um, even through this pandemic, it's like, you know, I did launch my merch line a year ago. Oh, sick. And then I went really quiet with it. Yeah. But since the pandemic, um, you know, I redesigned my website. Uh, I redesigned the merch website. Sick. And, um, you know, Juvie's been a great part of that process since I've been up in Ottawa to help me print some local sweaters and, and T-shirts for the people up here in the 613 that want to support the campaign Jeez. and everything. So, Real ones. We're yeah. hungry, man. Yeah. It's, just, it's just about finding different avenues. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like um, this pandemic really just opened up... Uh, the time for people that really are entrepreneurs to hone in on mm-hmm. what they want to do and mm-hmm. and find their own like vibes to really per- perform that you know what I mean mm-hmm. because if you're not if even when you're like on your own like you, you still feel like you have so much to accomplish so much to do so much of this but like when you're putting it all together so so much you can get done with more bodies exactly you know what i mean so the fact that everybody's like not on their hustle and bustle all the time Mm. it makes it easier for you to to tap into different things that you could be doing yeah i also feel like sorry no you're done yeah i also feel like this pandemic has given a lot of people the opportunity not only to like hone in on their own talents and stuff but like self-reflect and like 
what they want. That's what I've been doing. Self-reflecting right. as fuck. Everybody can hear it on this pod. Like, all I've been doing really is like, oh, I, I want to change the way I think about this and this and this. And I think, obviously, if you're an artist, it's going to reflect in your work, too, because yeah. you have so much more time to really, like, get into what you want to what you want to project to your fan base and to, like, the community. Right, and like you, you were saying, you know, with you know, with our certain lifestyles, it's like we feel like through this pandemic we've been able to kind of, like, slow down a bit yeah. mm-hmm. and, like, get grounded again. Yeah. And I also think through this crisis, like, I'm seeing other artists collab more. Yeah. And even for me as, a, as an independent artist, like, I'm making it more of a priority to collab with other artists this year and, uh, you know, throughout this pandemic and even after. And really, yeah, like, it's, I feel like it's, it's about coming together. Yeah. You know? And obviously through this crisis, as a nation, as a, as, a, as, a, as a people, as a community, it's like, it's been bringing us together. It has. Because we have to protect ourselves and take precaution and look out for our family and, uh, you, know, you, you see who you uh, who you actually want around you around yeah. you right? yeah, and, yeah. And it's a real that's, talk that's, that's, that's the crazy part about it right when you're before this happened you had different people going from here to here to here to here and like yeah. you know like once this happened you realize like who's actually checking up on you who's actually um, taking the time to make sure you're good who's actually taking the time to make sure that you have a good time mm-hmm. and stuff like that right mm-hmm. so get to really see that aspect of people and you're mm-hmm. just like all right That's bet true. like now i know how to operate and where i'm going to operate with my with my going about because if not it's just like you're thinking about way too many variables yeah yeah before yeah. that right yeah. so that's 100 percent. and i feel like now with all this time and we've talked about this in the past too like we have so much more time and I, you guys especially to like just manifest what you want like yes. bring like to life bring yes. to life everything that you want to put out there yes. because the world is going at such a slower pace yeah. now it's shifting yeah. too yeah. there's a big shift happening and you know I'm a big believer of this that like the seeds that we have you know obviously been planting in the past year or two are going to start to come to fruition but like literally the start of 2020 since this whole crisis happened mm. um, you know it, I think it was more about just like Everything was so bad. Everything was so negative. Everything was so toxic. It was bad. It was, everyone was getting sick. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. But I think it was really uh, an opportunity for everyone to kind of sit down and like really just get an optimistic perspective and not get caught up in all the exterior bullshit that's been happening, but yeah. really just like focus on themselves and like manifest what they want for themselves through these next six to twelve months, regardless of this pandemic. Yeah, so, that's facts. Yeah. Amazing. That was really great. Thanks, guys. No problem. No problem. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You're not done yet, though. You ain't done yet. We got to spice it up. Chili flake, spicy tea. I don't know. Something spicy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for the other one. Okay. Listen to this, guys. That's what I'm waiting for. Yep. Do it. That's how you know know Junior Forever in the belly when you (laughs) go. How long did it take you to, to get that on pack? Like, that Honestly, pack? I feel like Juby got it right away. The first time you ever did it, you got it right away. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm still like trying to catch it. A couple days, few days. Mm-hmm. And then you, you got the right, you know. His, yeah, pitch, like, his, pit, yeah. his pitch was a little off. <laughs> he sounded like a I bird was dying. Sounds like he's trying to sound like... A hawk or something? My, we don't I'm, know. A, I'm, a, I'm like a monkey in the wild. He's like a bird dying. <laughs> 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 
That's crazy. Oh, shit. Don't start with me. Oh, we're live. <laughs> we're live. We are live. Honestly, like, I think a lot of people don't realize how funny we are. Mm-hmm. And now's your opportunity. Now is your opportunity to know. <laughs> no one laughed. No one laughed at that. <laughs> but you're laughing now. Oh, man. I just saw a haystack. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a tumbleweed? Tumbleweed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he meant tumbleweed. He meant a haystack. As long as you know what he meant. A haystack. Just going over and over. Just stationary. Not moving. <laughs> <laughs> rude. Oh. Are you rude? Mm. Are you rude? Are you rude? Are you rude? Jeez. Okay. Talk. So let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk for real. Okay? I have a question. Uh. As women and as men who may or may not be in relationships when you are, whatever it is, you send nudes to each other. You like to get a little sexy, flexy over the texty, right? That rhymes. See? Never. I should be a rapper. No, <laughs> never, ever. So, <laughs> you that's know, not the talent. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap so, it up. Like I was saying, these <laughs> <laughs> are all haters. <laughs> yeah, sexy, Frexy, sexy. texty, okay. frisky texties. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, and after, after you're done talking to that person... How do you be like, okay, I no longer want you to have my nudes. Were you with this person yes. or were you not with them? You were with them. Yeah, dating. And now you're like, well, I no longer want you to have my nudes or my videos. Can you delete them? Like, how do you do that? How do you revoke consent? How do you revoke your consent? <laughs> see, the way I see it, and maybe I'm wrong for this. What? It's like, if you've sent it, it's no longer in your control. But it is because you're in the picture. But no, but it doesn't matter because you already gave them consent by sending it to them. Right, but, you still but that's like saying, to your own body. oh, we're about to have sex. I changed my mind. Sorry, but you're no, that's already sitting on the dick. Like, no. Yeah, no. No, it's not saying that. It's basically the same. It's not the same. Consent is yes or no at any second. And any okay, time. but it's see, different when you're see, talking about in person than with a see, picture. Here's here's my my picture or video. My thing with picture, that is picture videos is you've sent the picture. So for instance, say I send a picture, all right? Um, then like realistically at that point in time, I I can't tell this person to delete my picture and know that they've deleted them if I'm not talking to them. No right. More. Right. And unless, like, how do you unless, know? Unless you're my you friend, don't. unless you're my friend like that, and like you allow me access to your phone or anything like that, then I'll be able to, I guess, know that once I'm snooping, which you know, like who does that really? But like, um, it's like, okay, you're my friend. I'm gonna snoop to your phone to make sure my nudes are gone. <laughs> like, like, but like we shouldn't even have to go to that place. But you, but you can't. But you like, sent it. It's like a gift. No. You've given a gift. You can't ask for the gift back. Right. That's that true. is my perspective. But and then is, at the same time, what if they're like but, a negative person? Listen, and then do and, something and with you that. say something and then it triggers them to do something bigger with it. Like, you know what I mean? That's a scary situation. Like, yeah. as a woman. That's what I Because I think men don't see it as how women would see it. Like, as a woman, I have a video of me having sex with somebody. Mm. And now I don't want this video to be accessible to you anymore. Right. That's because fair. it's me, it's my body, it's my vagina in this pic video mm-hmm. and oh. I don't want you to have access to it because I, yeah, you own, like you own the rights to that exactly you own the rights how do you go about being like yo can you actually delete you both, that video you both own us? the rights to it if he were to share it 
then you have now taken him to court. You yeah. can take him to court, yeah. but if you give yeah, it to him I'm as a visual, <laughs> if you give it to him as a visual and he's Especially only if looking at money it, the then there's nothing you can do. You know what I mean? If if no one else tells you that he's showing the video, then you gave him this video. It's it's still but his how? to to to. But like you never tell you never know. If he actually deleted it or not. Exactly. You will never know. And you'll never know if a girl deleted your dick pic or not. Like One of two things. I want her to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it comes down to <laughs> There's people like you. I and want her there's to keep none. Because guess if what? They just the next to... one's going to be what? All right. You know what it is. Continue, please. <laughs> it's going to be a what? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> if they just have the pics and or the videos in their gallery and they are not... Connected to iCloud in any way. See, they're probably connected. You, Who's not connected to iCloud? If they're not, then it's like Samsung users. You meet them in person. Google. And wow. you say, yo, delete this. I want this deleted. And then you delete it yourself. Blah, blah, blah. Boom. But now if they have Apple iCloud, it's on the cloud. Then it's like, now you got to take the, the next step and go to the iCloud and delete it from there. And then who who's going to do If that? it hasn't been transferred onto a laptop, who's going to meet up with their ex? And let them know I'm meeting up with you because I want to delete my nudes and my videos. They're going to post, put them on an external hard drive. They're going to do whatever the fuck. You won't know. Yeah. Right. So even if you so did that, so the moral of the story is only even send about nudes it. and vids on Snapchat. Or just keep them on your own phone. Because, you know, well, when you send it on Snapchat, there? you know, it's, it's, it's gone one forever. screenshot. No. Bro, yeah, but you send it sometimes on it's not. You can't. You, you gotta be you quick. Think, like you, you, you can't let them coming. know. You can't let them know that you want the pic and first, the video deleted. It's gotta be just completely neutral. Each. Neutral. Yeah, you just like, say what's up. And say you, say when you, they least expect, you go through the phone. You go but, back like a year, two years. Before you find the shit. You delete it. But say you send it on Snapchat, right? And you, you, you're one of those people that say, "Don't screenshot my, my, my thing." Okay, no problem. I won't screenshot it. I got probably have another phone. Take a picture of it. Now Jesus I have it. Christ. See, it can go so much deeper. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. Like, so there's never no know. way. Like there's the minute way you send it, accept it. It's gone. It's yeah. theirs. It's over. No it's matter true. what they've done with it, like, bro. It's, it's true. Unless they share it to this that person or, or another or sell it, then oh, you have. Sell it, then, then you have. I want my money. I want my money. If you're making money. money. Especially That's if us. If I, it's already out there. Now you got to give me my part. I want eighty percent. Cause the girl always makes more money in these situations. Like, so me. Thank you. Yo, I want equality, fam. You want equality? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, though. I want that equality you guys be talking about. <laughs> 80% for the, the girl in the porno. That's definitely bias. <laughs> I don't care. You talk about men It'd be work. 50-50. Yeah. Why would it be 50-50? If a shorty that I was with a puts woman my shit a, up. A woman in a and porno? And say she puts her on porno. And it's getting mad traction. It's not getting traction because of your dick. What? What? Who watches porn more? Yo, um, I'm, I'm. I think you're incorrect. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro. Listen, listen. Let me explain why. Do you watch? Do you watch porn and watch uh, small dicks, or do you watch BBC? Okay, no. <laughs> like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> the answer no, is in the right place. Let's keep on listening. No. Let's see. Let's see porn. Let's say porn watchers, let's say, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I might be wrong, okay, don't quote me. Let's say it's 80% male mm. and whatever, 20% female. Okay. The 80% males watching porn isn't watching, well, if they're straight, isn't watching to look at another guy 
his dick. They're looking but to fuck like the girl. So they're many POV, you know? I understand. Okay. It breaks down into so many different categories. Some people just like to watch blowjobs. Some people like to watch some other kinky rough shit. Like some people like to watch BDSM. BBC. Like some people like See, to watch big, like for me it's it, it 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 matters about the fact that uh that it matters about the fact that the person throwing it, no homo, is actually throwing it for this person to receive it properly. Right. You know what I mean? You're so right. if she if 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 he got a big dick, no homo, like and uh, he can't do nothing with it, then she not doing anything. Sexy and shit. I can't I can't watch that shit. You know, you know what? But That's if he got true. a small dick and she can't do nothing with it, it's the same fucking thing, right? Yeah. Like he, if even if it's like medium size and the both of them are fucking doing some like some shit like That's crazy. We in, you know what I mean? But You're right. He, like the like let's let me see. Like I think like two, three weeks ago I was watching this video and this guy sucked. Like he was terrible. You sucking dick? At fucking <laughs> What? <laughs> you said you said oh, because wow. I just saw it. Wow. So late. <laughs> 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 no, like he was just terrible. Like mm-hmm. he, 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 you can't. Oh, you can't see me. I'll post that part. He was literally like no like rhythm, mm-hmm. no it hip sucks. movement, no hip movement, no thrusting, no like. So he was old. And I was just like, gotta <laughs> exit this one. He looked young. There were no wrinkles. Where? On his like chest. Okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> think about that for a second. You're like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> chest. Okay, on to the next topic. Oh man. Next. I think you, I think next. You're, in the, you're in the hot seat. Ain't real sis. Yeah, I'm actually sweating. <laughs> real talk. All right. So I have another question for the real talks. On the real talks. Are you guys in a relationship? Are you guys like in relationships? And if so, <laughs> let's get into that first. Yeah. Truly. I mean, I'm in a relationship. Okay. I've been in one for about 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. That's a longest time. That's wifey. I mean, a whole lot of gay shit. She alright. Wow. <laughs> Go talk her down. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, 10 years. And so last episode, I don't know if you guys listened, we talked about polyamorous relationships and like monogamous relationships. Mm -hmm. So now I feel like I have to ask everybody, what kind of relationship is it? Um, Well, mine is a polyamorous relationship. Cool. Cool, uh, The way that ours works is uh, we've had up to four girlfriends at a time. Um, but <clears throat> based on, based on the timing and who we're talking to at that time and where we're going to go with it and stuff like that. So, okay. Yeah. We'll get into that more. Right. Ashton, what about you? I feel like, okay. So for me, um, I am in a relationship uh-huh. with this beautiful young woman named Joanna. Oh, your voice you are truly Jojo. <laughs> your voice cracked on Podcasting Jojo. <laughs> Podcasting Jojo. Um, this is my boo. Yeah, so for me, it's uh, obviously it's very personal. It's very one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> you are able to have multiple women in your life. I don't have that desire. I feel like I could. I feel like I 
like that's something that I feel like men could do and women could do. I'm not against that. Um, in my life, like I said, I'm in a relationship and I keep it one on one. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, but yeah. So I'm single. We know. <laughs> oh, we know. I live my for best now. life. For now. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> for a minute. That was perfect. Girlfriend number five. Girlfriend number five on the way. No, I don't have four right now, so. <laughs> it wouldn't be five. You know what's crazy? Is some, <laughs> there was a girl that actually came up to me one time, and uh, she's like, are you, like, she just walks up on me. She's like, you're cute. I was like, thanks. She's like, uh, thanks. what's your name? Told her my name. She's like, do you have a girlfriend? I said, yeah. She's like, oh, I like that. You're loyal. I'm like, well, I mean, I have four, so <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about which one, like, you know. So right, right, right. And, and then she's like, you have four. I'm like, yeah. She's like, like four girlfriends. I'm like, yeah. She's like, do they all know about each other? I'm like, yeah. In fact, they're in the store right there shopping right now. She's like, oh, so like, can I be number five? Wow, Whoa. she shot her shot. I'm like, um, well, uh, I'll take your information and I'll pass it to them. And I'll take your information. And you know, if they choose to uh, want to accept you into their life, then we'll go about it that way. If not, then so how does that work? Is there like, is there one girl like out of the four process? girls that like holds the most <laughs> um, authority and influence, or do they all have to be on the same page? See, if you think about it that way, then why would anybody want to be a part of this? Right. You I know understand. what I mean? Like they'd always feel like their their opinion is less than or like somebody else. Out. You know what right. I mean? Where they could go and get a boyfriend themselves and have that. Opinion, right, but know. I mean, like in terms of like your girlfriend of ten years, mm-hmm. does she have a say? Like, she is she the final being like, yeah, let's. It's let's all her. equal. We all come together and have oh, a conversation cool. about it, and we decide. Like, if we date a girl tomorrow, and you know, we all genuinely don't want any other girlfriends, then so be it. If we date a, a girl, and then we're like, all right, we like this girl, then we go about it that way, but. It's not about, oh, seniority, because then who's to say that I don't have the highest seniority being a man and not them, you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. So we keep it very simple in, in a context of Just it's open, open to yeah. talk about and we go from there and see where it goes. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I was just like, pretty dope. it's crazy to think about because I think like... There's just like in every, there's so many different ways that you can create your own boundaries and your own rules and in your open relationships, right? So I feel like there's not really like a manual, like, so like the way you guys do things is like the way you guys decided this is what worked best for us. So like prior you all agreeing on like taking on a new girlfriend or whatever it is, did you guys do things differently before? Um. that you were just like, this did not work. We're not going to do that again. Yeah, so like uh, we first started out with having like just threesomes with girls, stuff like that. Um, and then something happened and we were just like, you know what, let's let's make it more of like a, a group of people that we deal with in a sense. Um, and then from there, we decided, you know what, let's look into having a girlfriend. So that way it's more of a serious situation instead of like... Yeah, it's a group of people, but that person's still doing something. But this person, you never know if something could could right. end up happening with our relationship because of them and all that stuff. Ah, uh, true. Right? Yeah. So outside uh, influence. Yeah. yeah, you know. So at the yeah. same time, it was yeah. it was more so like, all right, we'll figure out if we can be with somebody and 
see if we can go the long route with them, right? Because we're not just doing this to take away from their lifespan of having what they want, right? But in every relationship, it's there's no set norm, right? Like you have people that say, well, that's not a normal relationship. Well, I mean, it's not normal to you. There's no, there's there's no normal relationship in in my eyes because you could have a boyfriend and girlfriend. Do you want kids? Well, if you look around, there's a lot of people with kids. Why don't you want kids? That's that's not the normal relationship in a sense. You know what I mean? No, we want a dog. No, we want a cat. You know, no, we want yeah. a fucking gerbil. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there's <laughs> no gerbil. there's no set form of relationship, right? right? And uh, it's what I say is polygamy was actually um, started before um, monogamy, right? And a lot of people don't realize that um, monogamy was actually introduced in slavery days. So. For me, oh, really? I never really thought that I wanted to keep anything that the slave masters gave me. Sure. So that that's just my own opinion. I'm not telling people how to live because it could be better for them, mm-hmm. right? But uh, our ancestors, me being that's a black funny. man, I, there was never the kings and queens. There was more than one. There was always that way, right? and there was so much more given to them in in the earth and all that and land and all that. You wonder how like. Some parents had like 14, 15 siblings. They had multiple. Think about you people, now. Yeah. Having 14, 15 kids on your own right now. Would you do that? I don't know. No. I'd like to keep my <laughs> Where would you intact. put them? How would you deal with them? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's just so. But much. I also feel like there's a whole mentality, again, that comes to this. Like, mm-hmm. I could never wrap my head around that. Like, I understand it. Mm-hmm. It takes a certain I respect person. it. Mm-hmm. I could never do it. Like, for me, it's like. I'm way too jealous. Okay. I'm way too, like, protective. Mm-hmm. I'm a psycho if someone touches my person. Like, I don't think but you, see, I could do that. But, but that's just my mentality and how society's, like, obviously raised us to be, mm-hmm. or, like, ingrained yeah. in, our, in our minds. Mm-hmm. And polygamy and polyamorous relationships, all this stuff really came to the light, like, as big as it is now, mm-hmm. not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And it's come it's historically. Been, it's, been, it's been very quiet. Right. Sense, because yeah. and everyone has been like, this is so bad. This is that. And whatever. Because everyone's being bane. Right. And I actually didn't even realize how how bad it could be for people that are in polyamorous relationships. Like people on the outside judging or mm-hmm. like doing mean things or saying mean things. Until I took like a psychology course on like sexual behaviors and stuff. That's cool. And I it was it was crazy because I actually didn't know everything that I know about it. Mm-hmm. And it gave me a greater respect for it. And now that like our closest friends, you know, are like right, that. So it's yeah. like, and I see it and I respect it. And I'm like, I just could never yeah, like, like my head around doing that. What I'll say like um for what I've told people and like, you know, when you're saying you're, you're very, you're jealous and stuff like that for your person and stuff like that, you're... It's now become not a person's persons. Right. Right? So they're both yours, technically, in a sense. Oh, true. Right? So you would have to love these two people. It's not just he loves her and that's why she's here. Right. Right? And therefore, it's like, well, now I'm watching her who loves him just sit over there on the couch and be all chummy and I'm over here playing PlayStation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, like, no, it's like, I love to see you people i love together you know yeah. like it's like you wouldn't choose between like if you have a good relationship with both parents you wouldn't choose between your mom and your dad you just love both of them mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah I, mean? so, I get that yeah. perspective okay. yeah. yeah it's a different perspective for that sure. is yeah that really puts it into perspective because like i think as we've talked about before i've always like thought about open relationships and like 
those sound those sound like they make more sense because like as you get older and you're in monogamous relationships you kind of realize like it's impossible i think i think it's impossible for someone to not have any urges for anything else you know what i mean like that's what i think i know there's some people in the world who they found the person that's it that's all they really like and that's all they really want and blah that's it but i think like it's harder especially in today's time with how easy it is to meet people you meet all types of different people you meet all types of personalities like one day you meet someone who's like a perfect match for your personality in one way and then you meet another person who's like another perfect match in a different way you know what i mean yeah so it's like i think it, it makes it a lot harder not not to say that i can't be in a monogamous relationship it just makes it harder to stay stationary yeah yeah I, so I like you mean. it's like it's you interesting can, for instance, you can love your, you, you can love <laughs> your, okay. you love your significant other, right? But you've had like a celebrity crush for your whole life. Does your celebrity crush go away because you have your significant other? No. No, you still. Think if you were to meet your celebrity crush tomorrow after meeting your significant other, your reaction would still be the same way it would have been prior to meeting your significant other. So you always have. Mm, I don't know about that. No. No, I don't know about that completely. I mean, not like not like you're gonna rape him in a sense, but like, like, he's in my spot, he's in my area, not have to have sex. Like no, not like that, but like to the degree of like getting to that 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 presence, that this, it's still technically there. Like the oh my god, there he is! Like oh my god, there she is! Like yeah, I would faint if I saw Drake. You know, celebrity crush. One of them. Who are your top three celebrity crushes? Top three celebrity crush. Drake. Um, fuck, I can't think of anybody now. Juvie the Gemini? They want to be my top three Girlfriend guys. number five. <laughs> Yours, Joel? Uh, I don't think I have three. I can't think of them right now. My mind has gone blank. I really like OBJ. Like, she knows I love OBJ. His personality is weird to me. He is weird. Yeah. Weird but, is like, good. But I think I'd like him to like look like to see, to look at. I honestly don't think I would touch that. Like you wouldn't get along with him. Oh. I just wouldn't touch him sexually. Mine is uh, is Rosa Acosta. <laughs> Who's that? No, I don't um, think Kawhi's. She was uh, he's great, like a, but he's a not magazine a uh, model, um, and she's a like a fitness instructor, all that stuff. Um, Rosa Acosta. Uh, Lauren London. But, you know, right now she's uh, still, London. still in grieving. So, we know, we have to respectfully mm-hmm. say that. We'll leave that alone for now. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Sofia Vergara. Yeah. You know what? She's sexy. Oh I agree with that. Oh, my goodness. The she things, is sexy. That's, the way she talks is pretty nice, too. Ashton? <laughs> what are your top three, Ash? J-Lo and Beyonce. Straight up. That's it? That's not three. No, I don't know about the third one right now. See, I you wouldn't even touch Beyonce, mm-hmm. to be honest. Oh, you wouldn't touch her? No. Um, oh, this who? is Rosa. Wouldn't touch who? Uh, Beyonce. I'm just not... Interesting. She's not attracted to... Uh, your cup of tea. Yeah. I just don't know. Plus, most of them that I've, sp- I've spoken on, except for Laura in London, is uh, Latina. No, yeah, I actually. Have. Wow. I can't even think of anybody else but Drake. I don't know. Her face kind of looks like a man. <laughs> you can look through the pictures. It's not a truth. 
I'm dead. So, okay, Ashton. I get it, I get it. it. Ashton, I have a question for you. Big face, okay? So, obviously, you're in a relationship with my sister. Yes. What are your intentions? (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Brought you here for the hot seat. Start sweating. (laughs) We've all been sweating. We're in literally our Airbnb in Ottawa, by the way, guys, and uh, there's no AC and it's hot, hot as fuck. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're all drenched. So, so oh, cool. you're you believe it's possible to be in an open relationship? Personally, would it be in one? Well, I do think it's possible. I know people like you Obviously, know, Ju- yeah. you know, my brother Julia is not the only person that I know mm-hmm. um, that has that lifestyle. Um, but you know, he makes a really good point and me being a young black man and understanding history, it's like our history, it, it makes a lot of sense for, uh, for us to have that perspective. Me, I don't have that desire. Um, I haven't ever really felt that desire, but I, I think it's very possible. And I think at any point in life, you know, I, I, I'm not here to tell the future, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, um... You know, and you made a good point too. Like, when you feel like, no matter how long you you be with someone, you still feel like you have an eye for someone else, or you find yeah, you, you attracted someone else. And like, an eye will always stray for a second. You know. I think we all do. Yeah. As humans, I think we all do. Yeah. And uh, right, that's the real stuff, right? So I mean, there's a fine line between like. You can look. Right. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're But then you're even gonna, then, is you, that, are you living your true self? Are you living through your true, right? Or are you just like... If you're looking and you know you feel like you want to do something, but you can't? Well, that's what I mean, right? Like, are, are you living a lie? Are you like, are you, it's like, it's almost like you're being programmed. Because like, you yeah. feel like you want to go talk to that person, or, or you feel like you're attracted to them, them but you're not going to act on it. So right. like, why? Like, if you notice, uh, I'm, like a lot of my tattoos, they... Uh, all the eyes are red, no matter if their eyes are really big or their eyes are really small. And uh, the reason for that is because you never know um, how much evil is in a person, right? So regardless of how big it may be, how, regardless of how big their heart is and all that stuff, they could even have the smallest tinge of, of evil in them. Like they, they could love you to death, love you to death, but... One day, like, you pissed them off and Mr. Right at that moment walked by. And, right. like, they're just like, like, oh, right. like, I felt something. And, you know, right. like, it's not it's not a problem for them to feel. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Just because you cut it off at, at that feeling doesn't mean that it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So being open to having conversations with your partner and, and addressing these things and, and figuring out what it is that they need or, or or you need is how you stop from uh, making that wandering eye or that evilness in right. any person build up. That's right? true. That's, that's exactly. Yeah. You fulfill. You gotta communicate openly. Communication. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask randomly, what do you think are like your top three values in a relationship from the guys? Because we've done this. We, had, we did a top five. But what are your top three? I think top three is too small. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, much. I, I mean, for me, for me, I have, uh, I have communication. Of course. Um, I'm very big on communication. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, we have to be able to talk and we have to be able to joke. We have to be able to just see eye to eye on many different things. Firstly, mm-hmm. um, 
I find that uh, their their drive is something Ambition. that is is it's just dire to me. I need mm -hmm. to know that they're willing to either drive our relationship or drive their relationship with peoples or mm -hmm. drive themselves period and what they do it just has to be something that I, I admire about yeah. you um, and then on top of that the other one would be how they treat me mm -hmm. like so respect kind of thing or compassionate anything like, it doesn't even like a lot of people lose their head a lot, right? For no reason. Like, I've, I have six sisters, right? So you walk through the door and they'd be like, ah, right? And it's like... Six sisters, bro. It's like, why, why, why is that needed? You know? Because we're but, women. <laughs> Duh. But, but that, that's the problem. That, that is slightly the problem if you think about it. Because, like, we're men, right? We could yell. We could bark. But we choose not to because we don't want you to... Mm, not all. Not all, not yes. all men. Yeah. Right? But... but uh, when you when when she says that like it's not like I haven't seen the the female side of that so many in so many different women right so when mm -hmm. I when I find women that don't do that I'm I'm so drawn to that because you're not normal you're weird and I like weird right <laughs> so I'd yes, rather that yeah. you know that's for me yeah so that was that was three yeah, what yeah. Do you mean? okay what about you Ash I'd say communication first thing because mm -hmm. it's like there just needs to be transparency at all times, right? Like, you have to understand as human beings, like, we have so many thoughts. We're going through, through so many emotions. We go through so many different experiences. And, like, when you're with other people, you're not with them all day, every day, every moment. So when you do connect and you do, you're bringing things together, it's like there has to be communication. It has to be strong at all times. Um, also, loyalty, that's a huge thing. Uh, for me and any of my relationships in life, my friends, family, Friendship. women, like, loyalty is yeah. just that is something that I hold close to me. Um, I take a lot of pride in that. Um, and also, uh, I would say the third one would have to just be, I'm gonna say two, I'm gonna say funny, because it's like, you need to be with someone that just lightens you up and you gotta be able to laugh and you yeah. gotta just- have fun. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be able to have fun because like, <laughs> life is so serious, like it can be. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, with all of our professions and what we do in our careers, it's like, sometimes, a lot of the time, it's very serious. So if you can have people around you, or you can have a partner or partners that are, yeah, lightening, lightening it up, you know. Yeah, so I this, feel that. Yeah, I understand uh, the first two, like you know, because uh, I could see that, but like, Joe ain't funny. my ass but uh so she's gonna get locked up because there's a corner on the door <laughs> we're still live in the audio here <laughs> and the visual you're hearing this live from real talks <laughs> she's locked out man. i'm locked up jojo's they won't let me sitting in. on the deck they won't <laughs> let me in Okay, well, <laughs> like, and, she was like, uh, don't generalize we're back. all men. No, 
And they're trying to fix it. That would mean they're, they're trash. trash. Can we add guns? Yeah, yeah, please. Shoot, yeah. It's our turn to be all men are sorry. Sorry if that hurt your ears. Yeah, I banged the table. Um, you know what? You know what? Today's been a good day. I hope you guys have a good day and you enjoyed this podcast because this is it. This is the end. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for Thanks tuning for coming. in. Thanks for having me. Thank man. you guys for coming. Again, yes, say, say who you are. Uh, you say your handles, okay. where you can find your, them and where people can find you. I go Please. by the name of Juvie the Gemini. Speak up. Um, Speak up. Alright, I go by the name of Juvie the Gemini. You can follow me on Instagram, Juvie the Gemini. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, SoundCloud and uh, YouTube, Juvie the Gemini. If you're trying to add me on Snapchat, Snapchat, wow. Snapchat. <laughs> Juvie underscore JS. And, uh, you know, listen out for my music. Like you heard earlier, you heard Booyah. We got more music coming out the way. Jeez. And uh, trust me. It ain't you forgot JD Attire. I didn't forget JD Attire because uh, it's JDG Attire. Um, Sorry. <laughs> that's on Instagram as well. As well as uh, my photography is One Shot Production. Jeez. So, photography. Yeah. Multifaceted talent. Vote. That's right. You already know what it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Ashen Forever. I'm here with the sisters. You know what I'm saying? We're wrapping it up. Thank you for having us. Y'all know where to find me. All the social media handles, Ashen Forever. We got the new Forever merch dropping as we speak. So Jeez. tune in. And for anybody that loves to get into the media and they're a fan of photos and videos and they love all that creative process, y'all can check out my media company too, Forever Visuals. Y'all already know what it is. Let's Stay inspired. Go. We love y'all. Let's go. This was Real Talk Sis. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Coco. I'm Jojo. And always vibrate higher. Black Lives Matter. Bye.